back to another episode of Three Dads in a Minivan. Ed, Kev, Greg, we are all here, live in the flesh. I know it's been a few weeks. Weeks? You have to bear with us. You have it's to just months. Listen, no, it hasn't been months. Let's not be dramatic Ed, here. You just have to bear last, with us sometimes. When was our last busy. episode? When was it? I don't know, Greg. We're not, <laughs> exactly. Nobody's keeping receipts here except for you. It's because it's been weeks. I don't even remember the last time we had yeah. an episode. But here's the deal. You went on a trip. I went on a trip. Kev was here. <laughs> so we just we, we were all different places. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, so. Kev doesn't have uh, you know, a business like we do where we can kind of come and go and do vacations and family time whenever we want to. He's one of those uh, nine-to-fivers who's got to work for corporate America and has to abide by their rules and uh, policies. So, Kev, we're sorry. You don't look very happy. You have the frown oh, I'm, face I'm, right now. I'm straight. He's good. I, He's- I got stuff coming up. He's the Berg okay. Boozer, man. He lives and dies and resides in St. Pete. He's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good, man. He'll tell any you diarrhea, any it, diarrhea stories for us, Ed? No diarrhea stories for you, but I did make a little list because I was like, as I'm on my vacation, I'm like, I'm just I can't remember all this. This is this is just insane. So let's start by first and foremost. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try and keep my story short because sometimes I'm long winded. Yeah. Um, but let's start first and foremost by saying that I might have been the most hated man in Southwest Airlines history. So me and my wife never flown Southwest before. You guys are familiar. Have you ever flown Southwest? Yes. Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Not my favorite, Once. but I have, yes. Okay, I just want to make sure both of you understand. So I wasn't aware that there's no tickets <laughs> for like Southwest, like seats. So oh, yeah, yeah. Well, you choose your own, right? Based upon your boarding group, correct? Sure. I didn't know what boarding groups were. I didn't know these rows. I didn't know anything. So okay. we're the kind of people, my family, we've always done this. We kind of wait to like, you just kind of see that that little area clear out because there's no rush to get on the plane. We'll get on there when we get on there. That kind of thing. Sure. People clearing out. All of a sudden, the guy gets on the, the thing and there's probably like, I don't know, maybe like 12 people that are still left to get on the outside on the concourse. And he goes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just want to let all of our guests know that uh, if you're flying on blah, blah, blah to Denver, that looks like there's only middle seats left, just middle seats left. So, uh, you know, just do your best. Squeeze in. We do got a full flight here today. I mean, my wife look at each other like, what the hell does that mean? Middle seats left. Like, I didn't understand. I'm thinking, is it like um, standby people or can only get on middle seats? So we walk up and, of course, like, the, you know, we're waiting to get our ticket scanned and that I make it make out loud comments. So the lady in front of me or girl, I should say, turns around. She's like, yeah, you don't have seats on this. You have to get your own seats. It's like a first come first serve. And I go, holy sh-. You know what I mean? Because now I'm like, wait a second. I'm going to be sitting in the middle row. My wife's going to be sitting, you know, two rows yep. up. My yep. son's going to be sitting by himself. My daughter, <laughs> yep. you know? Yeah. So I get up there when the guy scans my ticket and I said, hey, sir, we've never flown Southwest before. True story. You know, I'm not lying. And I said, um, I didn't know we couldn't, you know, we had to choose our own seat or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, that's the whole thing about Southwest. He's like, if you want, he's like, there's a flight attendant right at the front by the airplane. If you want to go talk to her, um, you know, she might be able to help you out a little bit since you do have a family. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So here I go down that run. What is it called? The gangway or whatever? Yeah. The, yeah. The, yep, uh, yep. 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 Line the, of people. The like, gangway. I'm had to be about 60 gang people, <laughs> 60 people waiting on this gangway. Excuse me. Excuse, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Excuse me. So everybody's looking at me like, what the hell's this guy doing? Now, I'm thinking that when I get up to the front of the plane, like, she's going to be like, oh, yeah, look, let's get your family in, this and that, this and that. So I get all the way up, all past these, all these people, all these people looking at me crazy. And sure enough, I get up there and the lady goes, the, the flight attendant, she goes, 
sir, there might be some seats that, and actually I see a couple in the back of the plane. If you want to go hold them for you and your family and like, just like instinct kicked in. Like I didn't even turn around and be like my family and this and that boom. So now I'm walking to the back of the plane and <laughs> I call, in the gate. <laughs> I call Hazel and I go, Hey, I know you have the bags and stuff. I said, but I'm gonna get us these seats. You left her with the bags. Yeah, and I left them all with the bags. Over oh, by, like, bro. <laughs> but that's not even the worst part. The worst part is as I'm now walking through like the aisle, like I'm like I, again, my focus is like I need to just get us four seats together, right? My fam, keep my family together. It really is three. <clears throat> I could sit separate. So now I'm I'm walking and I'm getting ready to sit down, and now these people that I had all passed on the plane. They're all coming and like kind of just being like, is that seat taken? I'm like, nope, seat's taken. Like seat's taken, Forrest. You know what I mean? And now I'm realizing that all these people saw me cut by them. Like it just, they don't know like that I have a family or nothing like that. Like they just thought, you know what I mean? Like, excuse me, sorry. I'm more important than you are. Uh, Excuse me if you don't mind. Uh, Excuse me if you don't mind. (laughs) I got some dirty. There was one girl gave me a dirty, dirty, dirty ass look because she was trying to say she was trying. I was in an aisle seat, and she was trying to sit in the aisle seat next to me, and I was holding that. And but there was nothing. I didn't have anything to hold it because Hazel had all the bags and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> nope, sorry, seat's taken. And then she's like, what do you mean the seat's taken? And then the lady, it was nice. There was a lady by the window, and she was like, yeah, actually, he's saving it for me, you know, his family. And then she put her bag on it or whatever. So that was cool. But so, yeah. it, so you ended up getting seats together <clears throat> I did. towards the back of the plane. Yeah. So then, but you, you, dude, this is—I swear to God—Ed is a walking episode of Larry David. I'm telling you, I swear to doubt. God, dude. So, like literally, this so, is an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm, 100. percent Yeah. So then, so then, uh, when we got to just to finish up the story, so then when we got to our connecting flight in Colorado and Denver, bro, you know me, like the Clark Griswold and me kicked in. I'm like, let's go family. We're like hauling ass. We're like standing there in line. Like I'm waiting first. Like I'm getting us on this. Thing. Word to the wise, Ed, because yeah. you know, we know you're balling out um, for future reference. If you do decide to fly Southwest again, you can pay a little bit extra to make sure that your boarding zones is a one through a 15. That's how Southwest makes a little bit of extra catch is they say for people like you, Griswold, who have to be the first on the plane to get situated and get my seat, you can pay a little bit extra to get the boarding passes A1 through A15. A buddy of mine, Dave Joseph, he's actually a PA guy for uh, the NCAA and whatnot. We talked uh, when I was up in North Carolina for the lacrosse championship, and he told me if you were on Southwest and your boarding group is past B as in boy, 20, anything past B20, you're going to be sitting in a middle seat. Oh. So just take that as, as a future uh, warning. <clears throat> Pay the uh, a little bit extra to get the uh, A1 through A15 boarding pass because then you can sit anywhere you want on the plane. You can get an emergency exit row, which I've done before because I need the extra leg room. Uh, but you get your choice, your pickings of where you want to sit. So you can save a little bit of money on Southwest, but you're going to want to put that back into the boarding pass and spend it. It's worth it. Trust me. So so who was the one who bought the tickets? I did. At no point did you look at it or no, your email? It, it you, says it, B. It says B26, B27, B28. Middle seat. Middle seat. <laughs> yeah, middle I, didn't, seats. I didn't know so, what that was. <laughs> I mean, again, I mean, to Ed's defense, if you've never flown 
uh, Southwest and you don't know their procedures, but for future reference as well, Ed, you've learned a lesson because every single airline is different from Frontier to American to United to Delta <clears throat> to Southwest to JetBlue. Everybody's different. Everybody has different baggage policies, free bags. You got to pay for this. You got to pay for that. So it is in your best interest to do the research before you book a ticket. Well, no, you're you're 100 right. They are they're all different. But the my point was is like this isn't the first time you've ever flown, right? You've bought tickets before. Have you yeah, ever? But he saw he yeah, saw but not his Southwest. B, I saw right, the, but he he saw his B 26, 27, 28, 29 boarding pass, but not realizing that they board in groups and that is not correlated to a seat. I can see how that could be uh misconstrued if you're like oh i've got my four boarding passes we're just gonna wait and then we'll get on when we get on because we're b26 through 29 not realizing that is not a seat number <laughs> that is your position to get on the plane so yeah. southwest is definitely not my favorite um but if i do have to fly southwest i pay the extra 25 or 30 bucks or whatever it is just to make sure i'm the first uh, first grouping of borders. So this is another thing I couldn't understand. I want to see where you guys' heads are at. When you take a plane, a flight, are you guys what seat are you guys? What do you? What is your? What is your window. priority? I'm window. I don't understand right window people. My kids are window people too. I don't because understand because I not that I get car sick or see <laughs> or you know uh, travel sick, but. If I can't see the skyline or see the ground and sometimes when the plane turns or sometimes the plane, you know, has these ups and downs, if I can't see the ground or get some sort of leveling of air to ground ratio, I can start to feel nauseous. So it's just nothing, nothing I can control. It's just something I've been dealt with my whole life. So I have to be able to kind of get my bearing. Same thing if you go out on a boat and you lose track of land, you don't see land, that's when you start to get seasick because your mind and your body are not on the same page. You have to level out. So that's the way I've always been taught is to find the landscape. And then that kind of allows your equilibrium to, to get equal. So that's why I prefer a window seat myself. Can't Kev, speak for Kev. Window aisle? Well, when I first started flying, I was uh, older. So, because we didn't do it when I was younger, we always did the road trips like the the Griswolds. Sure. Um. So my first, actually, Greg, my first time flying was with you. Oh when yeah, we went to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Really? Um, and I you sat in the middle. No, you yeah, sat on the end. I Pops, sat on the aisle. Pop sat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I right. sat on the aisle because I was like, it gave me more space instead of kind of like being all you know claustrophobic and stuff. But as I've taken a couple other flights, I actually like the window myself yeah. because. I don't need to look out the window the whole entire time, but every now and then just to kind of look and see, like just look down and see the stuff. It, it's it to me, it's it's where I need to be. Soothing. See, I got a loose bladder. So I'm the if I'm sitting in the yeah. window seat and I like to stretch my leg out across the aisle too, because I have a thing with my ankle that I have to pop. So like between both of those things, I just I'm aisle all day. Did you well, get you hit? do you do Did feel you? like you have a little bit more room when you're on the aisle? No you question, do, but you don't, especially when you're a big dude like we are, because then you try to put your leg out and then the stewardess is walking by. People are tripping over your foot. Yep. You know, you're getting banged into by the cart. It's it's a pain in the ass. That's why I'm like, I don't I would prefer to lean against the window area than lean more towards the uh, the aisle. So I've been down, man, I've flown so many times. Just have it now. So next speaking one, of an airplane, I have a question for you before yeah. we move on to your next thing. What do you think is worse? Sitting next to a crying baby or sitting next to a, a smelly person? Smelly person. 
smelly person all day. Yeah, because yeah, I can uh, block out the crying or just ignore correct. it. I did it with my own kids when they were little. So, <laughs> so I can always put on like headphones or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? Or just block that out. No, 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 no headphones. That's cheating. Mm, no yeah. headphones. I'm, st- I'm still going to go with that because I'll put on my Netflix show and read the subtitles and be reading and it'll just stay so busy. I can't get away mm. from the smell. Yeah, so that's a really tough one, Kev. I would say <laughs> I couldn't deal with a crying baby the whole time. I would lose my mind because I'd be like, just shut the F up. But <laughs> at the same token, the smelly person, as bad as that may be, you can find alternative methods to block out the smell, right? You can take a shirt. You can be up against the thing and doing this. But the crying baby for four hours, would you would lose your mind. Ed said you can block it out. No, you can't. If it's sitting right next to you, no, you can't. My wife and I on our flight back from, um, oh, man, I don't know if it was Italy or Indonesia or one of those countries, this lady gets on the plane and we could smell her <laughs> in we could smell her in the oh. um in the waiting area before we got on the plane. She had a sleeveless shirt on. Her pits smelled like peckers oh. <laughs> at 3 a.m. in the grease mish, bro. It was so bad. Like she smelled so bad. I'm like, as soon as she got on the plane, I'm like, people could smell her, right? So I'm like, please God, do not let this woman sit anywhere near me. And <laughs> Hell's not. This lady sits the row next to me, like two uh, over and up. I'm like, I can't do this. I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And thank God she gets up at some point during the flight and <laughs> goes to sit with her friend who was like in the front, closer to the front of the plane or something and didn't have to sit by us. But I remember that smell. I'm like, if I have to smell this for seven, to eight hours, I'm going to vomit. And I was like, at the point where I was going to tell the stewardess, I'm like, this is un- unacceptable. Like, you can't tell me you do not smell this woman yep. and her yeah. stank pits. This is not OK. And if people are like, listen, there's been situations where people have had number two so bad that people start gagging and throwing <laughs> up because it's that bad. Like, this was one of those situations. So I would say I could deal with the smell, I guess, if you had to take something to cover your mouth and nose for the entire flight over a screaming baby in your ear for an extended period of time. Stuff, Gre- Greg, for $10,000, would you have stuck your tongue in her arm? Oh, nope, dude. Nope. Not dude, even close. $10,000, dude? No, no. I would have no. 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 It God. was that, Ed, it was that rank that you would have... <laughs> You would have never come back from it. It would it would have singed it would have oh. singed your nostril hairs to the point where you would never get the smell out. It'd be all up in there. Like yeah, for ten grand, you wouldn't stick your tongue in her armpit. I, 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 no, because I no. throw up. Nope, nope. You throw up, dude. It was that bad, man. But it you'd was be ten thousand so dollars richer. Well, but that's that's kind of like you, you know you get those smells. It's so bad. It's almost Bro. like you taste it. It's traumatizing. <laughs> you can taste what she had for dinner four weeks ago. It was not good, dude. So, Dude, that's yeah. like plain farts. Plain farts are the absolute worst. <laughs> okay, so let's know. flip. Let's flip this one then on you, Ed. Which <laughs> would you rather have? <laughs> okay, would you rather have the guy who has serious bowel problems and is ripping ass the entire flight, right? And you know he is, but you can't move. Or would you rather have the person who is, um, how should I put this? Um, too large to be in their seat and they are leaning over on your side because they're too big for the seat and you're uncomfortable Ooh. and you have to be on that flight the entire time as well. So is it ripping ass dude 
or the large person who probably should have purchased two seats because now you're completely uncomfortable and trying to be nice and not say anything, but you are completely uncomfortable for the next duration of this flight, which is again, large person, large person. Cause I can't, you guys say you can get away from the smell. You can't get away from the smell. I, I don't, I don't agree with you. Plus maybe I have a strong nose. I just I smell one guy farting and it's like or or girl farting. It's like, oh, my God, the thing just lingers. It just stays in the the cabin. It doesn't go anywhere for like 35 minutes. You still smell that same fart. It's like, Jesus, still farting. It's like, no, it's just I think I would take the fart. You would on this one. Yeah, because I would just get so mad and angry and pissed off that this dude's all in my seat, you know, like, dude, you know, right. Leaning on you. Yeah. Um, Like you can't help it. Yeah. I think I'd have to take the fart on that one. And then what happens if you have to go like you, you're like Ed and you have a bladder issue, but you're on the window seat and this guy takes up the entire Uh, consistently have to be like, excuse me, sir. I have to go to the back. Excuse me. I have to get, excuse me. And the guy takes like 20 minutes to get up. Yeah, dude. Ah, you're making me not want to travel anymore. Ed. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Do you have any upcoming flights? (laughs) I do. uh, No, actually, my last flight was just from North Carolina. Uh, We're driving to Georgia next week, so that's a drive. Uh, Yeah, Costa Rica, actually, next month. Mm. Um, Yeah, but we're all sitting together. We got like a group of us that are going, but we're all of our seats are next to each other, so we don't have to deal with that. Yeah, you got to pick the set. You got to do the planes that pick the seat. Yeah, dude, yeah. just for that's, future reference. That's unless, the only again, way to go. Unless, again, you go and you purchase the A1 through 15 boarding, then you can choose whatever seat you want because you know you're one of the first 15 people on that flight. You get your you get your pickings. Well, it's worth so- it. The Southwest was like the only option that we had had at the time. Like there wasn't really anything else. Like they were longer layovers and everything like that. So well, at least now, you know, for future <laughs> reference. Right. Um, so how was the trip? It was Eddie? good. It was good. Uh, so many things happen. I committed the Griswolds a, do Vegas. I committed a crime. The Griswolds did commit Vegas. Did do Vegas. I got so, I got so tanked the, the night before the Bruno Mars concert. Oh my god! I I woke up. So what do your kids hungover. think about Drunk Eddie? Uh, not fans. Not fans. Not <laughs> like not of the uh, not of the super drunk. Like the goofy drunk they like. You know because it's funny and this. What's and super drunk? What's the difference between super drunk and oh, uh, light oh, drunk Eddie? There's levels. <laughs> super super drunk is i i can't tell you <laughs> i no, can't like, even is, for the like, podcast i can't because like why because i did things i just it's not good it's not it's i get on another level is what it is it's like i become a different person and i don't right. like that i don't okay, like that but what did you do around your kids at that level that made them go i don't like dad when he's this drunk um do you even remember i don't i mean like i don't remember for the podcast purposes, I'm not going to make anything up. I'm, I I can't think. I'd have to think. You, you caught me on the spot. Well, spot you just said, one. like, I was so drunk before the Bruno Mars contest what, or concert. No, what does that mean? The night before. I the mean, night the night before. before. Like, what did you do that got you I, that? Oh, because I was drinking, like, all these Long Island iced teas and just. Oh, you that'll know, do it. Yeah. And then I was I must have had, like, eight vodka and Sprites at the roulette table. Eight? <laughs> yeah. Hazel, did Hazel, you lose? Hazel was like, that's it. We're done. And I'm like, nah. That just it's play money, you know. Like, like I like I'm a baller, you know. <laughs> she was like, "That's your money. You're throwing away." So I was just throwing money away. I just sat at the roulette table, spilled the drink all over it. I was just a oh. mess, man. Oh yeah, dude. And and in Vegas, like I've never. I I know they take it real serious, but I spilled the drink on the roulette table. There must have been like seven people that came over to clean it up within like eight seconds. I'm like, where these people come from? I'm sitting there like. 
They're all packing yeah. the table, picking up the drink, scooping up the ice. I'm like, what the hell? Because so there's you a, there's thought a... you were the bad guy is skipping people in the Southwest line. What did the yeah. people that were playing roulette? What was their reaction <laughs> when only, you skipped yeah, I, it? There was this other cut. Co- they were another couple, and they had like a couple of friends with them, and they were there. I tried talking to them, and they didn't want to talk to me. And then they they were only there for maybe like five minutes. Me and Hayes must have sat there for like two and a half hours. Just we became friends with the dealer. <laughs> we were just sitting there, and I was just. Every time I, I just kept doing like, you know, you could choose black or red. I just kept yeah. choosing red. <laughs> so it was like a 50-50 shot. So what happens is I would put it on red. It would win. So I'd get an extra $25 chip. So I'd have two chips on red. I'm like, just do another one on red. So I pull one back and then the next one would lose because it would go to black. <laughs> so then I would put it back on red and it would just, and I just sat there just kind of doing the same motion over and over again for like two hours. <clears throat> it was funny. Did you win anything or no? You lost. Uh, broke even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hazel, won, Hazel won a couple hundred dollars. That's it. So you sat there for that long, just up, down, up, down, up, down, up, yeah, down dude, was, for two I brought, hours. I was getting hammered. Like she wanted to go. I was just, I, I, it, it, that's what so I'm the saying. Drinks, like, the drinks were free? When I, no, when I get to that plane, when I get to that plane, yeah, we're, they weren't free. They were free. I what? thought they were. I would have. Yeah, dude. I, I don't if know. You're, if you're kept, gambling and you're sitting at the table, they're supposed to be free. I kept going to the middle bar, so I wasn't waiting oh. for the girl to come around. Uh, he couldn't well, wait. That's dumb. Kev. He couldn't wait for the free drink. But <laughs> that's yeah, I did, stupid. I didn't know. I was drunk. Like I said, I, when I'm on that plane, I become a different person. Like you guys, you guys probably wouldn't even recognize me when I'm on on that person. It's not good. Apparently, apparently, Ed has done no research about Las Vegas before going on a trip to Las <laughs> Vegas and having no idea how it works out there about the tipping and like the free drinks if you're gambling and uh, like none of that. He probably paid top dollar for everywhere he went, spent so, all the money. So I have to get into these last two. The, the one is not a story. I just have to tell you. But I have to. I have to tell you the biggest story that happened because this was the one I was texting you guys about when I was there. Yeah. So the first thing is this isn't a story. I just want to tell you. Had Hayes been had her video camera turned on, I'd be viral right now. I, okay. I'd be viral right now. <laughs> we went to this real quick. This is not a long story. Went to this Avengers like you walk through this Avengers thing. They have all these different like interactive things. It's an Avengers showcase or whatever. Well, we come up to this Incredible Hulk thing. And it was one of these touch screens where like you have a podium and you touch it and it does stuff. Well, I thought like all was going to happen was like the screen was going to like just it was going to mimic my movements. Have you ever seen that? I think they have a Disney World where like the screen mimics your minions or whatever. They mimic you like you okay. stand in front of the thing and whatever you do. So that's what I thought the Incredible Hulk was going to do. So I'm standing in front of the screen and there's a group. We went in a group with about 20 people, 25 people. And everybody walks around. They're all touching different things. So my, so Eddie, I don't know if it was Eddie or Abby. Eddie or Abby gets behind the podium, hits the button, and the thing goes, and the whole thing like vibrates. And there's like a speaker right in my ear. So I'm like, holy shit! Like, dude, I ran out of this freaking. I hauled ass. I got so scared. Everybody else was like dying, laughing. They couldn't breathe. Like nobody could breathe because I booked ass out of the room. Like as soon as the. I, I, I took off, just sprint like a full on sprint. Hayes is like, oh my god, if I had that on video, she was like, you'd be going viral. <laughs> oh, world. Ed! But this is this is the story I wanted to get to. So I told you I'd try not to make it long winded. Oh yeah, we're trying to find. Okay, I'm going to try and keep this really short. We're trying to find different things for the kids to do, right? Because it, it's not just about the adults. So we see this thing. I forget what the name of it was. It had an interactive grocery store, and it had like um. 
like VR games and this and that. So um, it looks like you pay as you play kind of deal. So we're like, hey, let's go there. So we get there. And as we pull up, it's like, it looks like dark and seedy, like a warehouse, you know? And it's a legit spot. Don't get me wrong. But it was just, I walk in and I'm looking around. I don't see any kids, right? Like my kids are the only kids. Everybody there is like a young adult. So let's say like probably like 18 to 30, every single person in there. There's not even parents. Like we're the oldest people in there. And I'm looking around and they got like loud techno music going. And it's the doom, 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 doom. And there's drinks and everything. And I'm like, this looks like, it looks like an adult version of, Pleasure Island from Pinocchio. Like, that's what it reminded me of. Like, these kids, they just come, they're like running around, but they're like adults. It was just so weird. So then we go into this one, like, this room where you're supposed to go and see all these different, like, effects on the walls and everything. And we go in there. And again, it's like this, like, that mellow, like, house music is playing in the background. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. And I'm looking around, like, and I'm looking at the people, and all the people are like, like, like doing the lick lipping thing and eyes are rolling and stuff. And I'm like, okay. And I'm there with my kids and I'm looking around and now I'm seeing like, and there's people like sitting on like on the ground and they're just sitting like with their, with their legs crossed on the ground. And they're just staring up at this wall because the wall was like making all these effects, like flashing circles and squares and things and that. And then I see them like closing their eyes and then looking at the wall again. And I'm like, Holy shit, like we've brought my kids to like some like LED LSD, LSD or like or like some rave <laughs> that's going on. Like, where are we? Like, what are we doing? You went like, to one of those immersive experience things that yeah. like it's like, yeah. It Everybody looks like, in there was tweaking. Everybody. Yeah, Why else and, would you go in? And we're in there, like, you know, oh, it's Disney World. You know, like we're taking our kids. And I tell Hayes, I pull Hayes to the side, I go. Holy shit. I said, we brought our kids to some kind of like underground rape or something that they charge us for <laughs> everybody in there. And it was all like 20 kids in their twenties, you know, and everybody, dude, everybody I'm in looking in there. I'm like, what is going on? They were all rolling everybody in the room. I was like, oh my God. What time of day was this at? Oh, this is like 1030 at night. Okay. Yeah. So it wasn't so, so early rave. <laughs> it's safe. For, yeah, it was, it was early rave. Uh, I, I know what you're talking about because I've seen these installations like it's, you know, a lot of these cities have it where it's like an immersive art experience. But as soon as like I see those videos, I look at Laura, I'm like, this is specifically made for people who are tripping on drugs like this is they've finally said, hey, we have an outlet for you to come if you're on acid or mushrooms. This is the place you want to come to. But they're not going to they're not going to advertise it as such. But that's exactly where you went. And you went to yeah. one of those immersive. I'm tripping balls experiences. And you brought the family. I swear we need to make a video. We need to re make the vacation videos in Ed Place Clark Griswold because these real Dude. life situations you're in in a 2023 version of it I feel like these <laughs> situations need to be put into a movie form because they only happen to you only at the end do these things happen I mean if you just take this whole entire podcast right like you're, that was a movie script <laughs> <laughs> everything from the start from that and Dude. to the person farting and the smelly people on the plane to oh, it's a movie script himself in. I'm telling you Ed is a walking version of <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm 2023 <laughs> version dude 
literally kev you're right we could go back to every episode and pick out the the stories about ed put them together come up with a script and we would have a movie a funny ass movie that people would go see well well, the funny thing is you gotta remember i was three hours behind you guys and i was like i didn't want to bother you guys but i was like fuck this i have to text you two and that's why i texted you two when it was happening because i was like holy shit like i saw the same thing i saw like Chevy Chase stay there with his kid. Come on, kids. We're going to go check out this really immersive art thing tonight. And then, you know, this, they're in the middle of like all these people rolling and raving, you know, oh, all of a sudden Rusty. Yeah. It's Audrey. a hand on one. And then they're, they're like, dad, the wall's melting. And, they're, and you're like, oh, shit, what have I done? Dude. I'm telling you, man, we need a producer and a director to listen to this podcast uh, and hear these stories and go, I need to make a movie about this guy. <laughs> Forget this guy. the movie, dude. Reality show. I mean, right. I truly believe if reality cameras followed Ed, <laughs> that would also be extremely entertaining. We've said Bro, that before, dude. Like yeah. his life it's, is a walking episode. But it's so funny that I don't even plan these. It's not like, hey, look, what can I do today? That's like it's most, your aura. Most, it's just, it, it's for some your reason, aura. I dude. attract these situations and these experiences. Yeah, could oh, you imagine, man. Kev, though, go in there with your kids, like your two kids, and just stand in there and be like, talk to Kristen and be like, holy shit, we just brought my kids to a rave. I feel like Kev would do a little bit more research before taking the kids there. Yeah, like, like, what the heck is this? 11 oh, o'clock at night, some immersive art experience. I don't see any kids here. I don't know. Like, oh, a bunch of lights on the wall. That sounds stupid. <laughs> like, no. Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm, I'm just like, if, yeah. if we were to actually, I mean, this is like the pipe dream, but you know, you doing a reality show it's like the groovy family takes the 50 states and yes. you go to each state oh, yes. and and you do it the way you just did that yes. you don't go into it and and like you just plan. go yeah. you just go yes and that would be what happens next yes Bro. dude do we know any producers I feel like yeah. we need to get this in front of somebody. We need to put the whole script package <laughs> together and say, just follow Ed. We'll just call it the life of Ed. Oh, that's man. all it is. Just follow this guy around and watch these situations. This guy is going to get himself into and enjoy it. It's entertaining for the entire family. It's just, whoa. I saw that. Kev just dropped his mic. Whoa. Like, and not on purpose. Not like whoa. dropping the mic like Chris whoa. Rock. <laughs> Anyways, well. I'm glad you had a good uh, vacation there, Eduardo, uh, even with the crazy crap that happened. How was Bruno Mars? Oh, he was, was oh it, did he, you see him in the uh, in the dome, in the new dome that they built or were the new T-Mobile dome or like that big world that they've built in, in uh, Vegas? Did you even no, see it? He, no, I didn't see that. He was at the MGM, the Dolby MGM or whatever. Uh, okay. But he was, I mean... I'm so glad we went and did that. That's the main reason. I don't know if you guys know that, but that's the main reason we actually went there was to go see him live. That was that was the focus. It wasn't just to go to Vegas. We just made going to Vegas a side. Oh, I wasn't thing. going to the raves with the kids. I no, it wasn't. Wasn't taking the kids to the rave. He is so amazing because he's such a he's such a performer and entertainer because he's not yeah. just a singer. He's a dancer. He's playing right. the guitar. He's playing the piano. He's interacting with the crowd. It was just top of the line. It was well worth it. So I'm very happy that we did that. It was he's a bucket list type dip. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't see the globe though that they built. How no, did you miss it? Didn't see the globe. I saw the Hershey World. Of course, you did. <laughs> I saw M M&M and M World. You've seen plenty of Hershey World in your life. That's <laughs> fact. Dude, I, I didn't want to leave Hershey World. I even said to the the Hayes, I said I have to get a milkshake before I leave here, so I had to get oh, a Hershey's God. milkshake. It was of so course, weird. you did. You're on vacation though. You're allowed. 
I just want to see like the places that you would go, right? Like same thing with with uh, Clark. It's yeah, just, where's he gonna go? He's going thing. back. To, he's going back to the the thing. <laughs> he's going everywhere you expect him to go, bro. He's going to the food places, the candy places. He's the guy walking around with the four foot tall bong full of frozen cocktail. Like Ed is the <laughs> consummate tourist when it comes. What were you wearing? Basketball shorts and flip flops with socks. No, I didn't do cargo. Bas- I, cargo shorts. I did do some cargo shorts. Okay, yeah, buddy. <laughs> did you have New Balance on? Did you go full dad mode or I I had my Nikes on. I didn't I didn't do the new balances. Socks midway up the uh shin? Uh nope, didn't do that either. You wow. guys I'm not I'm not like that dad yet. I'm getting ankle. there. Yeah. Like ankle though. Ankle. Like yeah, above, your, ankle. above your ankle. Yeah, above my ankle bone. Ankle bone height. You guys saw the car that went into the Gulf of Mexico that I swear was Ed's minivan and I was like <laughs> Yeah, that was weird. That's that was new That was my model. That was your model. That's when I saw yeah. it in the water. I'm like, oh, God, what did Ed do now? And if you guys don't know what we're talking about, there was a uh, a reddish uh, Groovy 4000 minivan that uh, I didn't follow the news story, but I think there was an incident. And obviously the person hit the gas pedal instead of the brake or whatever, went flying onto the beach into the Gulf of Mexico. And then where people were, were posting their videos immediately, I'm like, oh, boy, Ed, Ed really did it now because it was straight up the Groovy 4000. I don't remember the situation, but that's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. And I had to send it to you guys. I'm like, Ed, are you OK? Like, did you, what happened today, man? Right into the Gulf of Mexico. That was your vehicle, dude. 100 percent. So I'm glad to know it wasn't you. And the Groovy 4000 is still intact. Yeah, so. no, the Groovy 4000 just had to get a new fuel pump into it. So. And my door wouldn't open, my driver's side door. Uh, I'm like, no. Did they check for uh, an ant farm in the door? Did they show <laughs> yeah. nothing preventing it from shutting? That's the reason it wouldn't open. The ants are like, no, we're living here now. It's your own car door. Wow. <laughs> what have you been up to, Kev? It's been a while, man. He's like, nothing. Just been uh, no, we were just, we were knee deep in baseball, man. So baseball Still. season's over. No, it's over now. Okay. Yeah, it's over now. So, uh, you know, we just got a couple things coming up, man. Uh, yeah. My wife and I are going to be going on a cruise soon. Oh, where? Uh, yeah, the kids are going to go. Um, where are you going? Uh, we're just going on this. I guess it's like a new ship, uh, MSG or MSC or something like that. I don't know. She booked it. Um, but uh, just like a, it's just a quick one. They're going to be, they're going to go visit their, um, their aunt uh, with my in-laws. So I kind of looked at Chris and I was like, Hey, might as well do something. They're Who's gone. Gonna watch Let's... the dog. Uh, we're gonna have to take them somewhere. Mm, have you done that before? No, I don't think we're gonna board them. Oh, I okay. think we're just going to uh, like a friend or something. Uh, okay. We'll just watch them. Yeah, that's yeah, always but been that's mine. It, yeah, that's been the. You forget as a parent, like when you have animals <clears throat> who are just so used to your environment, and you try to take a trip. Sometimes you know that prevents people from being able to take their trips because of how much responsibility it is to have a pet and i've been down that road when i had multiple dogs but now that we have some cats pretty easy to go travel we're actually getting ready to leave uh we're going up to georgia to the mountains up in georgia for a few days to kind of get away just in mexico i was up in north carolina hosted the ncaa uh women's lacrosse championship uh in Cary, north carolina which was pretty awesome um and then uh, I'm trying to think, oh, Costa Rica next month for my buddy's 50th birthday. So we're going to be down there for about a week and a half as well. And then uh, you're going to blink and football season. We'll be right back here again. Buccaneer schedules out. USF football schedules out. It's just like, here we go again. Right back into it. Yeah, so, rinse that. and repeat. Yeah, rinse like, and repeat. 
Well, listen, I, I apologize that I took up uh, so much time on our episode today. Yeah, with was the stories. I, I told stories. you it was going to take a while. That's why I was like, ah, but I had to, I had to, tell, you I had to tell you that. Well, listen, what we're going to do is um, we talked about this in our group text because we're running out of time here, but <clears throat> we're going to pre-promote for next week's episode. Next yeah. week's episode is going to be a fun one. So we are going to be launching that one. That one's going to be released the week of Father's Day. So okay. next week, the following Sunday will be Father's Day. So we are going to do for the first time ever in three dads and a minivan history, we are going to do the TV show Dad Draft. Hey, all right. This will be dad fun. Draft. So we wait, how many dad, how many are we supposed to each choose in our list? I don't Is know. We have to figure five? out. We have to figure out the details. I don't know about five. Five might be a little lengthy because, you know, we're going to have to comment, but we're definitely going to choose a few. Okay, because I know my top are, three or four for sure. That's why so I figured you, five makes you really work for it. I think are, we have to we have to figure out categories too, right? What do you mean? Top five TV dads, and we have a reason for you're why we squad. relate to those dads, right? You mm. got to create your own dad, dad squad. squad, right? So I think five is a good number because then it really you're going to know the first three, like they're going to be off the top of your head because they're your favorite shows or whatever. But to try to find dad four and five, I think is really we're going to have to give it some thought. So I think if we each come up with our top five TV dad list, that's 15 total names, you know, we're going to have similar ones. So I think that's so. What are we're we doing. doing it like a fantasy football draft? Yes. Correct. Oh, then that's going to be I tough. Because like then, yeah. how do? What if my dad is Kev's dad, but that's the only dad I really care about? But if uh, I if I have a pick before you, then he's my dad. Well, then we need to know the pool of dads. So <laughs> yeah. then there has to be a pool of dads, Ed, that you're going to have to give us. Yeah, you need to make a list of dads. All right, we'll do. All right, I'll, I like, I like it, it though. I like it. All right, we'll do that before next week, and then we can put it on Facebook and see who has the best dad. I'm going to put this spot. in there right now. Kevin has nothing to do with the order that we draft in. I will choose the order. Because Kev's kid is always cheating, and he's putting everybody else last for a fantasy football draft. Good. So, he screws me, too. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to it next week. Three dads in a minivan. We appreciate you guys checking in. We know it's been a while. We'll try to get this uh, happening a little bit more frequently. And uh, we appreciate you following us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, the whole nine. Three dads in a minivan. Dad Father's Day episode draft. Three dads in a minivan.